Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about the Oklahoma City bombing and the forensic the forensics behind it, how how they identified him and what the bomb was made of. And yeah. So, on the morning of April 19th, 1995, an ex-army soldier and security guard parked a rented truck in front of a Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building in downtown Oklahoma City, and he was basically about to commit a mass murder. Inside the vehicle was a powerful bomb, and it was made of fertilizer, diesel fuel, and other chemicals. He got out, he locked the door, and he headed for his getaway car because he wasn't going to stay in the car to, you know, blow up with the bomb. And at exactly 9.02 a.m., the bomb exploded. Within within moments, it looks like a war zone. Just everything was destroyed. A third of the building had been reduced with many floors flattened. And dozens of cars were blown up and 300 nearby. 300, that's a lot of buildings, were damaged or destroyed. Just think of the impact of that. There were 168 lives lost, including 19 children, with several hundred more injured. And it was a pretty bad attack. Pretty bad. They, Americans assumed that the attack was Middle Eastern terrorists. And the FBI arrived at the scene and began supporting efforts in investigating the facts behind this. Beneath the pile of concrete and twisted steel were clues, and the FBI were, they were going to find them. They were going to figure out who did this and how it happened. It didn't take them long, as in, on April 20th, the day after the bomb happened, the rear axle of the truck was located, which yielded a vehicle identification number that was traced to a body shop in Kansas. Employees at this body shop helped the FBI put together a drawing of the man who rented the van, which was who they thought was the killer, or the bomb, the bomber, and it was. Agents showed the drawing around the town, and local hotel employees supplied a name, Tim McVeigh. That was the name of the guy who did this. A quick call to the Borough Criminal Justice Information Services on April 21st, which is just two days after the bomb, they discovered that this this guy that had, that had bombed had already been in jail. He was, he was in jail. And he had been pulled over about 80 miles north of Oklahoma City by an Oklahoma State trooper who was missing a light, who noticed like a missing license plate on his yellow car. I th- I'm pretty sure this was his uh, getaway car. It did not have a license plate, so obviously he got pulled over for that. And then he ended up going to jail for it. And when he got pulled over, McVeigh had a concealed weapon, which is actually the the reason that that he was arrested, like, to begin with. So he got arrested because he had a weapon in his car. And this was this was just 90 minutes after the bombing. Like, that he had already been arrested for not even... They didn't even know he did the bombing yet. But he was already arrested for something else. So this shows you how bad of a how bad of a guy that he really was. So 
that's how he got caught. And yeah, I mean, that's really all there is to it. It's a terrible attack. And just to give you another rundown, this happened in 1995. It was a truck in front of a federal building with a homemade bomb. He made this bomb himself. And he made it, like I said, out of fertilizer, diesel fuel, and just other chemicals that can create bombs and explosions. And what he did is he, he ignited two timed fuses. So he had timers on these. So he knew he knew when they were going to blow up. He knew when he could get away because obviously he wasn't going to blow up with the bomb. So he used two timed fuses and it just incinerated multiple cars just a huge explosion and it like i said it, it damaged more than 300 buildings that's a that's a lot of buildings and then like i said 168 people died several several were injured not just not it wasn't just the 168 that were affected several were injured by this and yeah that's really all i have to explain about the bombing and yeah i hope you enjoyed